What's up, everybody, and welcome to Chatting with K and J. I'm Katie. James is not here at the moment, but it's cool because we're just going to keep it moving. Um, I'm going to give you a little background about me. I was born and raised in Long Island, New York. I'm now a Jersey girl, and I'm loving that. I'm a mom. I have two children. I have a son who's 10 and a daughter who's 3. And I'm married for almost four years. So that's been an adventure. Um, I figured I'd start off by doing a little solo episode. So I'm going to talk about the time that I got arrested. I think this is a very important thing to share. So I'm going to take it back to 2000 and I believe nine. Possibly could have been eight, but I really don't remember so I had these friends I had a friend that was a female and a bunch of these guys they were from South Side Jamaica Queens and so one day I texted my mom and I said mom I left my you know book for school at home I need to come get it she was at work but she had told me she left the door open for me whatever I come to go get it with these guys and that girl and I was on the computer downstairs you know getting my books whatever um you know fast forward they're in the house whatever we all leave I come home from school I find out they robbed my house freaking wonderful right they robbed my house I had no knowledge of it even though my family for some bizarre reason thinks I did but I didn't And I found out they stole my mom's wedding ring. My little brother at the time, he had a PlayStation Portable. So they took that. They took cash that my dad had. Why they didn't take anything from me is beyond me. But that's neither here nor there. So they, you know, robbed my house. And my parents called the police. And, of course, I had to be take the one to, you know, take the heat for it all as usual. And I called these guys and I'm like, where is the stuff? So first they all played stupid. But then I had found out that one of the guys, he had both these two rings that my mother was missing. One was um, her wedding ring and then one was like an E-ring because my mom's name starts with an E. And I was able to get those back. But in any sense, prior to all that, the officer that had come to the house, you know, he's questioning me like as if I'm guilty when I had nothing to do with this. Uh, He told my parents that he was going to pretend that I pawned this ring just to see if he can get information out of me. But like I said, I had nothing to do with this. So not sure where he was going, but in any sense, whatever. So fast forward, I get the rings back, you know, whatever. That's pretty much my parents didn't press charges. That was pretty much done. So we're going to fast forward. So then a couple, maybe it was a couple months later, I was hanging out with these other two guys. Um, we were, hanging out and this one guy turns to me and he's like hey he's like you know I have a blank check it was like a blank check for like 800 bucks he must have just wrote it but my naive self was like okay you have a check and he's like oh can you cash it in your bank account like you know like deposit it all right whatever I do that without even thinking then we take a trip over to my high school and I find out they went into the locker room where this boy was playing football or whatever. I guess he was in the showers. They'd been into his wallet. They took his credit cards. 
they went to all these different stores and were swiping it. So like they went to Burger King, they went to this like sporting goods store, they tried to go to GameStop and buy, I think it was a PS2, three or two, I don't really remember, that was like the hottest thing out. So they tried to buy that, unsuccessful with that. But as usual, who had to take the heat? I did. So I was at work one day and you know, I get home, my sister and father bring me to the fourth precinct. Now, I had no idea that I was going to stay there. So I get there. There's a female detective standing at the door. She is pretty much blocking me from running, but like I wasn't going anywhere, but whatever. So she's standing there blocking me. My sister's taken out my belly button ring, my nose ring, whatever. And I got cuffed right then and there. And I got taken in handcuffs because guilty with association, wrong place, wrong time, right? So here I am, I think I was, I was either 18 or 17, I'm not really sure, but you know, I have this now felony on me when I didn't even do anything and I'm now going up to get questioned, I'm handcuffed to a bench, I had to take off, you know, my bra, anything that they felt was a weapon, you know, my shoes, my hoodies, whatever. So I was in a holding cell and it was definitely weird. I've never been arrested before. And I'm basically sitting in this holding cell. I don't even remember sleeping, to be honest, but I'm sitting there alone. You know, those guys didn't get arrested. Nothing happened to them, but whatever. So I make my my statement and the whole nine. Then I'm sitting there waiting to get like arraigned, I guess it was. I don't even know. So they take me downstairs. I'm waiting to be called. You know, I'm just like dreading this at this moment. So finally I get to the arraignment. You know, I get arraigned. But then I keep having to go back and forth to court because like I said, this was a felony. So I remember this one judge, she looked at me, she's like, are you nervous? And I said, no, cause I didn't know if she was trying to play with me or what. So she's like, are you nervous? And I had said, no, you know, and she's like, well, you should be. And I'm like, oh shit. Cause here I am thinking like, damn, she's about to throw me in jail for years because I could have gotten, I think it was maybe five years. I don't even remember, but I could have got a pretty decent lengthy sentence, but Thanks for, you know, my father. He had a very decent lawyer. But anyways, so I got probation. I think I was on probation for two years, I want to say. Two years. So I had to keep going to this probation center and peeing in the cup and checking in and going after work and reporting. Like, I had to stay home. Like, I had to, like, report these phone calls that I was home. And it was a whole big thing. And, you know, it's it's not fair because I, to this day, will tell you I did nothing wrong. Yes, I was with these guys, you know, who did the wrong thing. But I just don't feel like I should have had to been punished like I was. I mean, given I didn't get no jail time, but I still don't feel like I should have been punished. But whatever, right? We can't go back in time. But I wanted to share this story because I think a lot of people, especially young people like I was, don't understand that you don't have to do anything right you could be standing next to the wrong person minding your business and you can get in trouble and it literally took for me to be standing next to these boys 
for them to pretty much pinpoint me. And I, at the time, thought nothing of it. Like, okay, they did this, but like, I didn't do it. You know, they did it. But that's not how the police looked at it. And have my father not had this great lawyer who was able to close my case, I would have had a felony on my record, which means I wouldn't have been able to get jobs and do some of the things I did. So it definitely was an eye opener for me that those guys were bad news. Um, I never saw them again after that, those two particular boys. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it definitely was like, damn, like I didn't even do shit, but here I am taking the heat for people that I don't even know. So it, it really sucked. Um, but like I said, you know, the lesson was, you know, wrong place, wrong time. So the beginning story I told you guys with the guys who robbed my house, I had no idea they did that. So again, wrong place, wrong time, but I didn't get in trouble for that. Thank you, Jesus. However, though, with this recent thing, I did get in trouble and, you know, it could have really cost me. And thankfully, besides my probation, I, it didn't, but it could have. And, um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I can grow up in a middle-class neighborhood. It, <laughs> jail cells are not for me. So it was very good that I didn't have to stay there too long because they are not for me. I am not about that life. I will gladly tell you I'm not. Um, but uh, it definitely, definitely woke me up because, yeah. So... Lesson learned, people. If you're listening to this, do yourselves a favor. Don't get yourself caught up in that bullshit. It's really not worth it. And you know what? At the end of the day, no one's going to look out for you but yourself. So if you feel someone's doing something fucked up, just walk away. You don't have to get yourself in the middle of that because it really, like I said, was not worth it. And I thank God every day that they were able to close my record because now that they did, I don't have to report it. I don't have to talk about it. My prints come up clean, but that could have really screwed up everything for me. So guys, do yourselves a favor, hang out with decent people. Don't allow anybody to bring you down and do what you think is right. Don't be naive like I was because it's really just not worth it at the end of the day.